0: Cliffcentral.com. We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're gonna do it together. The Life with Lebang podcast. And just like that, it's a whole nother episode of Life with Lebang. Welcome to my weekly podcast. I'm so glad that you could be here. I am feeling so good right now I've just proven That Even if things happen I'm in control of how I react So I'm happy that I get to Experience things That are different You know they say in Sizuru there's a saying that says Amalanga awafani Days are not the same So some days you'll wake up and you'll feel So good and so ready and so excited And so energetic and So amped and ready And then other days hmm, Not so much but how you respond to that is what makes the difference. So regardless of what I went through this morning, I'm here right now with you just to impart that, that good vibes, the real energies that you need and that I'm here to share with you. Welcome to life with LeBang. This is episode four. Yay. Every episode that we do, I just get more and more excited to share. Because it's like one step closer And like, you know, when you're going up a ladder It's like you can see your goal You see where you want to go You you can almost see like Just where you want to be And you're just going up this ladder slowly and slowly So I'm really, really excited to know that We're making our way up And we're working our way up to the top And right now I want to share something with you About... Something very dear to me And something very close to my heart As you know, I'm a mom of four I am the hip-hop mom They don't call me the hip-hop mom for nothing But the bigger part of that Is the mom part The heavier part Uh, Being a mom is a 24-7 job It's not something I can just Hand in a resignation It's not something I can just You know, give them back the the job spec and be like ah it's cool you can keep it i've signed up for life so every day things generally happen and before i became a mother i absolutely had no idea what i was getting myself into i'd always read on social media like little things being said like oh giving birth is so insane you lose your teeth oh giving birth is so hectic you never get your body back there was there's just a bunch Of myths, there's things that are constantly said about the birthing process as a concept, and I personally was obviously, you know, exposed to some of these myths, I almost believed some of them, even, and I didn't know what to expect. But luckily, having gone through it a couple of times three times to be exact and After the three times, I know that now it's it's never the same thing. It's a completely different experience every single time. You'll never have the same birthing experience twice. After my third birthing experience, um, I came to appreciate it. And I was like, you know what? I must just be grateful that my kids are here and that I'm still here and that I made it. Because the stories that we hear... Online, from friends, from family. They're quite scary, some of them anyway. Now more than ever, because of social media, we are able to see, uh, what other women go through in their birthing experience. And side note, giving birth in South Africa is not, you know, it's not as glamorous, um, as I guess in other countries. You know, number one, our, our healthcare is just incredibly expensive. So let's start there. Giving birth in South Africa is expensive. I guess giving birth in most countries is expensive, but way more here. So if you don't have access to some certain funds, then you're already giving birth in a public hospital, of which I've been lucky enough to give birth in both. So I've had the private hospital experience and the public hospital experience Of which over time I will share every little nitty gritty detail with you about that But one of the bigger things that I want to talk about today Is about debunking some of these birthing Myths that we hear, and the, I mean, there's all sorts of uh, myths that we encounter. The first myth is that you can't breastfeed after a c section. So, a c section is basically where they it's a surgery, they have to cut up your stomach and take you know, take your child, it's surgery basically. And then there's a natural birth, which is commonly uh, known as a V-back, which is the other option. Of which you should want to do, right? Because it's the most natural thing to do. Well, apparently not. A lot of women actually just want to do a C-section and get it over and done with. I mean, think about it. We watch movies and in the movies, you know, you always see like a woman in bed screaming her lungs out. It looks scary. It looks painful. It just looks like something you don't even want to be a part of because you're like, hey, Nah, no thank you So movies have generally made, you know, vaginal birth Like this this really messy thing And this really scary thing Of which, don't get me wrong, it's definitely scary But it's not always messy So, anyway, myth number two Is that women don't have vaginal bleeding after a C-section Which is also incorrect Because either way when you're giving birth, your body's basically talking to you for The best way I can describe the birthing experience Is your body having a conversation And what a powerful thing Your body is so clever It knows everything that you're experiencing It knows every turn, every step of the way Everything that the baby does Your body is already planning for that to happen This is how clever our bodies are So when you're in, when you're pregnant Your body is preparing itself for all the changes that are happening It's a conversation that you and your body are constantly having Your body is telling you, I'm not okay, I need this Your job is to just listen and do with that information what you will So naturally, a vaginal birth, a V-back Should be, you know, what one would want to do I mean, obviously we all have our different preferences You may not want to have a V-back I wanted to have a V-back with my firstborn. In 2014, I was told that I cannot. I, I asked the doctor why can't I have a V-back and he said, "Well, number 1, after much measuring, blah 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 blah, big word, big word, blah blah, my waist was apparently too thin and that 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 uh, little tunnel where my son's head was supposed to go in was too small." And I'm like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, "You can even go get a second opinion." It's, that's just facts, I'm going to have to cut you open And I was still young, I was 24 So I said cool, you know what If I don't need to push a whole human Out of my vagina I'm happy to, let. it's fine Cut me open Because also, I, being young I had like these Another myth about the vagina being able to get back to its real size after birth. I mean, this is, this is a no-brainer. Society has generally almost made it seem like after you give birth as a woman, you'll never be the same again. Your body won't be the same again. And that is true, but it doesn't mean my body won't get better or it won't go back to an even better state that it was in before. Society has almost made it seem as though you're broken. So those are some of my fears. Uh, as a younger person Being faced with being pregnant And how I was going to go through this birth in prison So I had a c-section at the age of 24 The doctor cut me up I was stuck in bed for about 3 weeks I could barely do anything Because it was so painful 3 weeks I was like you know what no more. no more kids for me I'm tired, I'm done, I'm closing up shop By God's grace a couple of years later I was now pregnant with my second And this was in 2019. And now I've done a little bit of growth, a little bit of research. I spend time, you know, online in a lot of groups with other mothers. So now I'm like, there's way more benefits to having a natural birth than there are to having a Caesar. And I've got this huge scar that I see every morning when I look in the mirror. That is proof of my Caesar. So I'm like, let me try for a natural birth because now I see the benefits and I know that it's possible. And then what does the doctor say? Yeah, no, it's too late to have a natural birth. I'm like, what can I do? Like, what is it that I can do? Can I, I can't do natural birth. I can't do, what do you, what do you want from me? (laughs) At this point, I am insanely confused because I am so hell bent on doing a natural birth, but now I can't. Why? Because now I'm high risk. High risk is when you've already had a c-section in the past And now you want to try for a natural birth There's a lot of medical terms that are, you know, that are there Either your your scar can tear from the inside There's just high risks So doctors are usually like, hey, they don't really want to, you know, get too involved But I'm adamant on going for the natural birth I'm like, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to do And I don't care what has to happen, I'm going to do it And a C-section is more expensive than a natural birth. So, yeah, I'm going for the natural birth. Anyway, I do the natural birth and everything goes swimmingly. It Literally, I was in labor for like less than six hours. By the time I got to the hospital, I was already at eight centimeters dilated. I got there. I pushed my daughter out and I was done. I was driving the very next day. The very next day, I drove myself to work. So, I'm like... Okay cool Clearly natural birth is where it's at Because from my memory when I had a caesar I was stuck in bed for three hours Because it was so sore Because that was an actual operation Where I had a a scar that had to heal Layers and layers of skin had been cut through It was just, it was messy But after I had my natural birth I literally just stood up and carried on with life It's almost as if nothing happened and the same thing with my with my previous pregnancy a few months ago 7 months ago literally woke up went to the hospital pushed my baby out went home like nothing happened so for me natural births are the way to go but then you you know you realize that there's reasons why Doctors wouldn't encourage natural births And I didn't realize how bad it was Until I recently went to, to the doctor uh, When I was still pregnant I think I was about 25 weeks And I went to Olivedale Clinic and I said Hey, I'm here for a natural birth And the doctor said, we actually don't even do natural births I was like what <laughs> You just don't do them And he's like Yeah, you know the risks are too high We encourage c-sections And that for me was scary I mean I'm sure there are some Medical reasons as to why this is the case But I just found it a little, I, was t- I was taken aback a bit, you know, by that, the concept of you can't choose anymore. If this is your doctor and you love your doctor and your doctor doesn't do natural births, then you are stuck in a Caesar and you don't have a choice. And you're going to pay more because a Caesar is more expensive than a natural birth. And then I started asking myself, like, back in the day when there were no, you know, C sections and doctors around to cut us open, how were women giving birth so, you know, fine and so well? And then I did a little bit of research on the human body, especially the woman's body. The woman's body is such a magical place. It's such a clever thing. It's such a smart thing. The minute that child leaves your body, it's as I said, it's a conversation that you're having with your body when you're pregnant. It's a conversation that you and your body are constantly in when you're experiencing all these changes. If you listen to your body and you you respect your body and say hey body this is what i'm thinking let's do this is what do you think your body will tell you i hey, you'll be cool just do this just do that i promise you that post birth experience it'll be clean that post birth experience won't be as chaotic as as some from my experience anyway so my plan is over the next couple of weeks is to basically unpack these various pregnancy myths, birthing myths, particularly in South Africa, considering this major, major, major gap that we have with our medical care. I'll tell you about my experience at um, where was I? Morningside Clinic. My amazing experience at the one of the best private you know hospitals in the country. Had a great, great time there. Gave birth, and I felt like I was on holiday. No, really. <laughs> and then I'll tell you about my experience at Edenville Hospital, which is a public hospital, but one of the better ones. You know, it was chilled vibes, wasn't as hectic as I thought it was going to be. I quite enjoyed it. That was probably, you know, maybe my favorite. And then I'll tell you about my previous pregnancy experience at, what's it called? Rima Musa. It's in Sophia Town. It's one of the, yo It was really a tough experience. It was dodgy. It was hectic. But I'll share that with you. So I'm glad that I've had a range. And I know from A to Z what it's like to give birth within the South African medical system throughout. So stick around. Let's unpack Let's share our experiences. I'll also get some actual medical practitioners in so that they can also give us their two cents. In fact, one of my bucket lists is to actually put together a documentary about some of the experiences that we, that we, you know, encounter as young women having to give birth in South Africa. Especially in public hospitals So I hope I can achieve that I hope before my last day comes On earth I would have done that I would have put together a documentary On what it's like to give birth And be pregnant and have to give birth In South Africa But that's the conversation that We can unpack over the next couple of weeks uh, just so that we can see exactly what's going on. Because it's a big thing, considering the stats and the numbers and how many young South African girls are constantly falling pregnant. Uh, some because they want to, but others not because they want to. So these are some of the things that we're going to be unpacking on Life with Lebang. Just in case you're wondering what you're listening to, you're listening to Real Life. It is Life with CliffCentral.com.